your life, and it's ending one minute at a time. I was blind, but now I see. Working jobs we hate, so we can buy shit we don't need. Ideas are brilliant. If you had one shot, everything I'd ever read, heard, seen was now organized and available. Now you fucking khakis. Life moves pretty fast. The Biohacking Secret Show. In today's episode, I sit down with the medical director of Fully Alive, Dr. Robert Ivker. Dr. Ivker is a holistic healer and family physician, psycho-spiritual counselor, health educator, and best-selling author of the book, Sinus Survival, the holistically medical treatment for sinusitis, allergies, and colds, as well as six other books on the holistic medical treatment of common chronic conditions. Upon curing his own chronic sinusitis condition and experiencing a state of health far beyond anything he'd ever known, Dr. Rob Ivker transitioned from family doctor to holistic healer. In today's episode, Dr. Ivker shares the specific supplements that he has used with patients to eliminate conditions like sinusitis and chronic yeast infections, such as candida, that severely impact our quality of life. We talk about specific holistic and natural treatments that he recommends to improve breathing and general oxygenation without unnecessary doctor's visits or potentially harmful medications. He also reveals some incredible exercises to aid in sinus drainage, thereby reducing the risk of sinus or respiratory disease. This episode will help you better oxygenate your body, breathe better, and have an overall better quality of life. So without further ado, please sit back, relax, and enjoy my conversation with Dr. Rob Ivker. Hey everyone, I know you'll enjoy the interview. If you'd like to learn more of my top biohacking secrets, get a free copy of my best-selling book called The Biohacker's Guide to Upgraded Energy and Focus for free at biohackersguide.com. It's over 500 pages of my top biohacks and I'll send it to you for free if you cover a small shipping cost. Get your free copy at biohackersguide.com. Dr. Rob, welcome to the show. Great to be with you today. You have a pretty interesting story. Share with us how you went from dealing with chronic sinusitis yourself to being considered one of the worldwide experts in this area. Well, it's, it's really a story um, that Hippocrates recommended to all physicians in training. He told us that the, the best way to train was physician heal thyself. So I took his advice to heart. And, um, and that's why I, uh, I am where I am today. Really, I have, uh, I, I'm, I'm actually quite grateful at this point that I had sinusitis because curing the sinusitis, I, I was able to heal my life at the same time using a holistic approach because as a young man, I mean, I was 33 at the time, and my ear, nose, and throat doctor told me after I was getting more frequent sinus, sinus infections and I had um, less success with antibiotics and he told me he could offer me surgery, uh, but he couldn't really guarantee that the surgery would cure the problem. So I said, well, why would I want surgery? He said, well, you're, you're just going to have to learn to live with it. <laughs> oh, I was, uh, it felt like a death sentence. I mean, I, I was stunned because it was making my life miserable. I mean, I, I really, I knew it wasn't, it wasn't a, a terminal disease, but as a young, healthy guy and in, you know, loved uh, to be active and athletic and I, you know, I, uh, this was uh, draining my energy. I was, uh, you know, stuffed up a lot of the time and irritable, and it just really um, affects quality of life quite a bit. So I, um, I said, uh, I told the ear, nose, and throat consultant, I said, there's no way in the world uh, I'm going to live with this. I had no idea how I was going to cure it because I really didn't know anyone who had, but I determined at that point that I was, I was going to find a way. And, um, and what I did was I, I found a, a holistic approach. I explored the body, mind, spirit approach that I was, I was taught in medical school 
in a, in osteopathic medical school, and and osteopathy really is holism, but we never were really trained to do that. So I began by changing my diet and eliminating my evening bowl of ice cream. And lo and behold, that made a huge difference, just that one intervention. And, um, and it went from there. I, I uh, continued to modify my diet. I realized that indoor air was, uh, was also affecting uh, the sinuses, and that's, that's why you see this problem much more prevalent in the winter and, um, you know, you, you had commented on the, uh, the frequency of people with, with breathing problems. I mean, the, the mucous membrane that lines the nose, the sinuses, and the lungs is chronically inflamed with chronic sinusitis. That, that's what happens. And the reason the holistic approach works as well as it does is because it addresses all of the causes of the problem. And there happen to be physical, environmental, dietary, mental, emotional, social, and spiritual factors that all contribute to ongoing inflammation of the mucous membrane. So that's, that's really a tall order. That's a whole lot more than just taking an antibiotic and hoping that it's going to cure the problem, which it never does. You know, the, the drugs that are used, uh, for sinus infections happen to be most commonly antibiotics. And, uh, if, if the problem continues, then, uh, steroids are used. Um, short term. They're anti-inflammatory, but there are lots of side effects, one of which is to depress the immune system. So it turns out that people with frequent sinus infections have a weakened immune system. That's, that's another one of the causes. So, so when you look at um, the holistic approach that I developed, which I, I called the Sinus Survival Program, and, uh, which is also the title of the, um, of the book that I wrote when I finally cured my sinusitis in 1987, and I published the first edition of Sinus Survival in 1988, and it's been a bestseller ever since. Uh, so we've sold over 400,000 copies of that book, and it's sold all over the world. I mean, I've, I've worked with patients from, uh, from uh, Paris and London and even Damascus, Syria. I, I had a patient. Uh, Hong Kong, you know, there are English books available in bookstores. I, I have worked with patients. It's a very, Simple approach, not easy, but simple, because you're addressing each of the causes. So I mentioned dietary contributors and um, uh, the inflammatory foods like milk and dairy products. Does that include raw, organic, grass-fed dairy, unpasteurized? Well, yeah, because it's the, it's the milk protein, it's cow's protein. Um, casein that is um, the inflammatory component and allergy happens to be another one of the primary causes because half of all the people with chronic sinusitis have allergies and so uh, milk allergy is also quite common so so you got the the dietary the allergy you have a weakened immune system, and first and foremost, you have to look at the um, air quality. And then let's go right down to basics, and why is it that we have a nose and sinuses? Well, 
they're instrumental in in breathing. I mean, that's that's why we have a respiratory tract. The, the respiratory tract simply consists of the nose, the sinuses, and the lungs, and their purpose is to breathe. Well, we breathe on average twenty thousand times a day. So when you consider that the and and the job of the nose and sinuses is to filter and humidify the air that we breathe, then think about the quality of the air that most of us in urban settings are breathing. It's polluted. Most cities all over the world are polluted. And when we're indoor, and the EPA actually um, did a study, and they uh, found that indoor air, can be as much as a hundred times more polluted than outdoor air. And indoor air is much worse when during the winter months when the the heater is on. So when you've got that furnace going and you've got the air coming through these dirty air ducts into the house and the air is not only dirty, but it's dry. It's extremely dry. And when you're driving in your car during the winter months and the heater is on in the car, you've got the same situation going. Plus, you're driving in traffic where the, uh, the pollution is the worst. So we, most of us are living in literally um, a cesspool of polluted air. I mean, it's, I hate to say it, but that's, that's really what's going on here. So... It's it's almost the 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 equivalent of uh, I mean if you can imagine holding a piece of very fine sandpaper in one hand and twenty thousand times a day rubbing it across the back of your other hand I really feel like that's comparable to what's going on when you breathe and what what's happening to your mucous membrane so this constant irritation eventually leads to inflammation. And the trigger for most sinus infections is the common cold. Well, when you get a cold, the, it, it inflames the virus in the mucous membrane, inflames that tissue, and, and when you have an inflamed tissue, it swells and it secretes more mucus, and you get stuffed up. And what happens then is that when you get, when you're finished with the cold, and, you know, over the years, I, I really looked for that, that one chief complaint that people have when they come into the office. Doctor, I've had this cold for three weeks or four weeks or three months. And that's what it feels like. It feels like they have a cold that just won't quit. But the fact is, the cold is gone. The virus is all finished. And now it's become a bacterial infection. That's if they have a, a, a sinus infection. But many people have the inflammation without infection, and they're just chronically Stuffed up, they can't talk very well, and they can't breathe through their nose. It's very common. So the focus of this treatment approach is to reduce or eliminate the chronic inflammation of the mucous membrane. And there's a whole lot to do. I mean, I I um, I first address you know, improving the quality of indoor air. And that's, I use, that's, where you um, start. that's where you start? I start with indoor air because it's relatively easy to do and you don't it doesn't involve much time on your part because it involves getting your air ducts cleaned and using uh, negative ion generators as uh, air cleaners. And really, all you have to do there is plug it in. I mean, there's there's very little to do with 
cleaning it. There are no filters. And uh, but speaking of filters, I I do recommend um, a high quality furnace filters. <clears throat> In fact, the one that I I recommend is a pleated filter. It's made by 3M. Uh, it's called Filtreat, and it's it's available in most uh, hardware stores. You can find these, and air duct cleaning services are available in most cities these days. So, so these are all necessary items because it doesn't really matter what you do, uh, you know, to your to your nose directly. But if you continue to breathe 20,000 times a day and you're breathing air that's hurting your sinuses, that's causing ongoing inflammation, it doesn't really matter what you do because the dirty air and the dry air is negating all of the benefits of irrigation and taking supplements and changing your diet. You know, you're swimming upstream. So the most... I think the, the basic foundation is trying the best you can to, to breathe uh, healthy air. I, I often describe it as Hawaii-like air. Uh, and if you've ever been to Hawaii, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Although in recent years, the, uh, the big island with uh, the volcanic ash, which they call VOG, is driving some people to leave the uh, the Big Island. <clears throat> I've had a couple of patients who who moved back to the mainland uh, because uh, it was causing respiratory problems. So that's the one thing that makes a big difference. And then you know, then I talk about diet and um, supplements, and you can take uh, you know vitamin C and vitamin D are both uh, recommended, and um, uh, there are quite a few supplements that that can help with healing the mucous membrane as well as strengthening your immune system. And vitamin D is a, is a major component there, as is the vitamin C. C does both. Vitamin C is a natural anti-inflammatory as well as an antioxidant, and... Um, and an immune strengthener. Both of those are um, are highly recommended. And uh, I have a whole uh, line of of products, the sinus survival products, uh, that help tremendously with this. But um, uh, and they're available at um, uh, sinussurvival.com for any of your listeners that are that are interested in making a commitment, because that's that's really what it takes. If you, like anything else in life, if you have been successful at something, you've made a commitment to, to that success, and that's all this takes. And um, I, I outline the program uh, very um, thoroughly in the, in the book, Sign of Survival, and um, the, the fourth edition is what's out there now. It's sold in um, uh, most of the major bookstores. I know Barnes and Noble uh, always has it, and um, and on the website, Sign of Survival, I have um, a tutorial and um, uh, an up updated information on practicing the Sign of Survival program. But a real big part of this is, you know, you're incorporating new habits, the daily lifestyle changes. And it's not just diet, but nasal hygiene plays a big part here. And I'm, I'm talking about when I refer to nasal hygiene, I'm referring to uh, a, a saline nasal spray that has um, anti-inflammatory herbs as well as anti, uh, antiviral herbs. Um, I've got... What, um, what, what solution do you like to use? Well, it's called the Sinus Survival Herbal Nasal Spray. It's an herbal spray that has... Um, uh, I've got um, the anti-infective 
uh, herb is uh, berberus. Uh, but I've also got aloe in here. And aloe, is, as most of you, uh, most of your listeners know, is a great anti-inflammatory for, for your skin. I mean, when you get sunburn, it's great. But it also is, has that same anti-inflammatory effect on your mucous membrane. So this is a spray that I continue to use on a daily basis, every three to four hours. I follow that with um, some peppermint oil that I uh, swab around the outside of my nostrils, and the peppermint oil increases blood flow to the mucous membrane and, uh, as a result, increases the uptake of the anti-inflammatory herbs in the spread. So that's one thing. And you use the peppermint I, oil on the inside or the outside? Of, of oh, it's the outside of the nostrils, the peppermint oil. It's too strong for the inside of the nostrils. So you're, you're putting it on your nose the same way that people used to use, say, zinc oxide as a sunscreen. Yeah, yeah, it's just you, you swab it around, except the, the, the difference is that the peppermint oil is not visible. Okay, all right, perfect. <laughs> the, uh, the zinc oxide is pretty obvious. Um, yeah. uh, the, um, uh, the other major component of the nasal hygiene uh, piece of the program is the um, uh, nasal irrigation. And um, I recommend irrigating uh, two or three, even four times a day if you have a sinus infection. And I, I recommend doing that uh, immediately after you steam. There are devices called steam inhalers that you can find at any pharmacy. Unfortunately, we still don't have a state-of-the-art steam inhaler. But you can add to the steam uh, a highly medicinal eucalyptus oil, um, which um, we've imported from Australia. And uh, of the 700 species of eucalyptus on the planet, there are approximately 10 that are considered medicinal. So all eucalyptus is not equal, unlike the peppermint oil, uh, almost any variety of peppermint oil works just fine. But the eucalyptus is a bit different. Most of them are not medicinal. And of all of the components of the sinus survival program, this uh, eucalyptus oil may be the most anti-inflammatory of all of the um, uh, supplements that I, I recommend. And... Um, just steaming alone, um, there are studies, published studies, that have shown that with the steam, it has a decongestant effect. So you can open up that stuffy nose with just the steam. And the irrigation should follow on the heels of the steaming right immediately after. Because what you're doing is you're, you're opening up your airway with the steam, and then you go in with the irrigation and flush it out. The device that I recommend, which actually the studies show is the only irrigating device that uh, removes the biofilm, the thick mucus coating on the mucous membrane, that is the sinupulse. And the technology is the same as most people are familiar with a water pick device for your teeth, for cleaning your teeth. Yeah. Well, this uh, is the same technology uh, that was specifically designed for the nose and the sinuses. It's called the Sinupulse, and it is available at sinussurvival.com. So I think you're getting the picture that there's, there's a fair amount to do here because, you know, the steaming... I'm recommending um, a minimum of 15 to 20 minutes, uh, two or three times a day. The irrigation doesn't take long, um, but it's, you know, there's, it's a routine. It, this, is, this is changing a change in lifestyle. 
Uh, and that's why I said up front that commitment is needed here. But most people need to know uh, that it is possible to reverse this and to cure the sinusitis. And, and what they've heard from their doctors is, like I heard, just the same words, you're going to have to live with this. And um, they, you know, as, as you probably have heard from many of your other guests, it's just a belief. And uh, you can choose to believe whatever you want. I, I've worked with many, many people who have either cured the majority of people, no matter how bad their sinus condition has been or how many years they've suffered with it, they've either cured or made a dramatic improvement in their sinus condition. And I haven't even gotten to what I consider probably the most important contributor, and that is the emotional. So the emotional component is very interesting. It's fascinating when you look at it from a holistic standpoint. The mind-body connection here is powerful. And what I've seen with most sinus sufferers, there's a personality trait that we all share, and that is perfectionism. These Almost all of the people I've worked with are high achievers, or they hold themselves to a very high standard of performance, and when they don't perform up to their standards, their self-imposed standards, they are very hard on themselves and very angry. So anger is the primary emotion um, that contributes. It's repressed anger. So most of these people are not expressing their anger by holding it in. And that anger, that repressed anger, has a lot to do with causing inflamed mucous membranes. Very interesting. I teach patients uh, an anger release technique where you're not venting your anger on the person that you're angry with. Uh, because we've learned a long time ago that... Um, that almost never works because then, then you're you're attacked right back, and um, and you usually are more stressed uh, as a result than you were before. <laughs> yeah, you start you start losing friends pretty fast. That's right. That's right. So I I recommend a um, a, a simple, quick anger release technique that's safe and effective, I recommend doing it daily. The other emotion that I think is very significant and important contributor to chronic sinusitis and the inflammation of the mucous membrane is um, unshed tears, a sense of grief and loss. And holistic medicine, interestingly enough, is a specialty in medicine that I, I helped to create. And we, back in 96, we founded the American Board of Holistic Medicine to certify physicians, MDs and DOs, in the practice of holistic medicine. And today, in 2016, there are more than 3,000 board-certified holistic physicians. And this specialty is based on one fundamental belief, and that is unconditional love is life's most powerful healer. And its corollary, the perceived loss of love, is our greatest health risk. So very simply, love heals, and the loss of love makes us sick and causes pain and causes, in this case, inflamed mucous membranes because either way when you look at either emotion anger and the anger is usually self-directed you know we're angry at ourselves for making a mistake a perceived mistake so uh, i teach patients an affirmation that i find to be very effective and now 20 years after i uh, 
uh, well, 25 years after curing my sinusitis, I still say it on a daily basis. I'm always doing the best I can. Is, is that the affirmation? That's the affirmation. I'm always doing the best I can. And the corollary, there are no mistakes, only lessons. Works quite well. It, it kind of defuses the situation because the truth is, in every moment of every day, given the circumstances of that particular day and the stressors that you've encountered, and you're always in every minute of every day, you're always doing the best you can. I think that's really good advice for our interactions and interpretations of situations with other people too. If you believe that someone who has has maybe lashed out at you or frustrated you in some way, if you believe that they are truly doing the best that they can, given what they're capable of at that moment in time, it allows us to empathize a little bit more with, with their situation and what's just taken place. Exactly. Exactly. And it's, it's not easy to do in the heat of the moment because we tend to react uh, reflexively and impulsively. When you practice this on yourself first, it gives you that capacity to forgive yourself and then forgive others. And, but you're absolutely right. It works both ways. You and everyone else is always doing the best they can. It's interesting that you brought this up because it's something that I've been seeing more and more frequently with with one-on-one clients, and it's this, they're very, very hard on themselves. And and like you said, it's self-directed. It's usually they, they have very supporting boyfriends, girlfriends, husbands, wives, spouses. And That's right. And, and they're doing it to themselves. They're constantly right. in, the, in this state where uh, we, I was actually joking with a client earlier about it because she said no matter how good the conditions of her life are, she will always find a way to be very hard on herself and beat herself up and get upset about something. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really interesting to see. I, I see it all the time as well. I see it with migraine headaches. As, as they're even worse than the sinus patients. So let's say someone's listening right now. They know they're very hard on themselves, and they've tried some affirmations. They're 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 working on things to increase their, their feelings of gratitude and and carry that type of mindset and mentality to their daily living. What other recommendations would you have for someone like that? Uh, journaling is uh, very effective. It's you know it's like an emotional diary. You know, spend 20 minutes a day just writing down what you're feeling. Yeah, I find that to be very helpful. If, if I were starting out, is there a way to, if I pulled out my journal, I, let's say I'm not a big writer. I'm not necessarily even in touch with my feelings and emotions. How do I get started? A good way to get started, I think, is to, you know, you, you just hit the nail on the head. I'm not too uh, aware of feelings. And... um and men are especially unconscious of uh, emotions. Women seem to be a little better that, that way, but abdominal breathing is a good way to get started, to to really feel what's going on in your body. You know, close your eyes and take some deep abdominal breaths. That's a simple thing to teach clients and patients, and I do that all the time. Yeah, I feel tension here. Well, you know, uh, breathe into it. What may have triggered that? And what are you feeling? And then, you know, and after that session of breathing, that's usually a good starting point for writing. Okay. So uh, I, I find the breath is is really central to the whole thing. And and here we we started out today talking about people that can't breathe very well through their nose. <laughs> right, and then for them for them to get better, they have to they have to breathe. <laughs> and and interesting, I, I describe I often describe the sinus survival program as learning to love your nose because yeah. that's that's essentially what you're doing. You're really nurturing and healing those mucous membranes. Those badly inflamed, swollen, irritated, painful mucous membranes that are wreaking havoc in your life. And 
when I talk about loving your nose, exactly the opposite has been true for years because most people with sinus problems are really pretty angry with their nose because it's not working very well. Yeah. And, and that's, the, that's the typical reaction. You know, you, you have to turn it around. And, you know, the, what's the message you're getting here? What is your body telling you? And, and if you look at almost every physical pain or physical dysfunction, you'll find that there's a very valuable message for you to, to learn from your, from your body, from your diseased or dysfunctional body. What's going on? Why do you have this particular problem in this part of your body at this particular time? I mean, there are a number of books out there. I mean, Louise Hay is the classic. You can heal your life. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with her book or not, but... Um, I, I am. I've seen... There's, she has a, a DVD with the same title. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I've, I've used it for years and she's, she's amazingly accurate in her, uh, her listing of the physical problem with the probable emotional cause and an affirmation that corresponds to that, that problem. It's very helpful. I mean, it, you know, you just have to look at your body in a different light and recognize that Conventional medicine is really treating symptoms and relieving pain temporarily, pain and discomfort. I mean, with drugs, it's unfortunate, but that's how badly broken the system is, to a great extent controlled by the pharmaceutical industry. Very powerful. I saw a very interesting, it was was two interesting tables comparing the top 10 causes of death in the United States. I believe it was the United States, not the world, not worldwide. And um, the top ten stocks by market cap, and the the correlation between the diseases and the companies that provide uh, symptom based solutions for those diseases. Uh, I would love to see that if you don't mind emailing it to me. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll send it to and you. I, actually. Um, I have to give credit where credit is due. It, it was um, it's in the, the opening segment of Dr. Jack Cruz's book, the uh, the Epipaleo FX. So he breaks it down and shows shows the top ten of each, and there's a, a very uh, a, a very striking connection. That's that that's really helpful. Uh, I have a um, a study uh, that was. Um, published in um, in 2000 in JAMA, the Journal of the American Medical Association, that listed um, medical, uh, uh, medical treatment as the third leading cause of death in the United States. <laughs> and yeah. um, uh, behind heart disease and cancer. And a group of uh, physicians and scientists took that data, which was based on estimates, and they went and looked into, in detail, they went through every category, um, appropriately prescribed drugs, deaths uh, from um, resulting from hospitalizations, and all the different categories that were used in the published study, and they got the actual numbers. And when they... Uh, they compiled their, their, the data. They found that that medicine was actually the leading cause of death. Seven hundred and fifty thousand deaths a year from medical treatment. Unbelievable. I mean, yeah. and and this is not publicized. And needless to say, and not surprisingly, that study was not published in a medical journal. But it's frightening, really. I mean, it's so badly broken, and the business of caring has become much more of a business with a whole lot less caring. 
I mean, I had one patient last month who had had 18 sinus surgeries. And he was coming to see me. He was desperate for help. Can you imagine? And the ear, nose, and throat doctors who are considered the experts in sinus disease are all surgeons. So that's what they do. Mm-hmm. When you've got a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Yeah, you got it. It's, it's disturbing, but it, it can't last too much longer. It's not, and I think necessity can be life's greatest teacher. A lot of the reason that that I dove deep into functional medicine and nutritional neuroscience was because I was very sick. A lot of the reason that you are so well-versed in helping people with chronic sinusitis is because it is a struggle that you had to first fix yourself. And what we're seeing now is so many people, we're seeing epidemic levels of chronic and degenerative diseases. And I think people are saying, all right, something is wrong. This is not, I shouldn't be feeling this way. I shouldn't be this achy and tired and depressed at 40 years of age. That's not normal aging. And they're starting to look for answers and they're starting to see for themselves the, the, the true flaws and vulnerabilities of the system we're, we're within. Absolutely. And it doesn't take long for them to realize that, hey, just, just changing my diet makes a difference. Mm-hmm. That's really one of the first things I do on the first visit with sinus patients. And what has happened, you know, not that there are deaths resulting from um, the treatment, but as I mentioned earlier on the call, the primary medical treatment for sinus infections is antibiotics. And if they don't work, you usually get a steroid, a, a short course of steroids, and and another antibiotic very often. And this treatment has resulted in an epidemic of candida overgrowth. Is what I, I, I was, yeah, I was going to ask you about that. You, you haven't mentioned small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, candida, dysbiosis, parasites. Oh, yeah. No, it's a huge, huge contributor to the epidemic of chronic sinusitis. And these people are among the most severe cases because they, they keep getting more and more sinus infections, which are more resistant to antibiotics. So they take the, the most powerful broad-spectrum antibiotics and it's actually making the problem worse because mm-hmm. it's creating this candida uh, yeast overgrowth, and that's much more difficult to treat. And unfortunately, even in 2016, we don't have a consistently reliable lab test to confirm the diagnosis. So most physicians think the diagnosis doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. They don't think this problem exists. It's, and they yeah, told me right to my face <laughs> in, in no one to the, you know, using a, um, a less than flattering term, which is BS. And here for 25 years, I've been treating this problem. Um, you know, I've been very aggressive in treating it. And most of the severe chronic sinusitis cases that I see, in fact, almost every one of them, uh, has a significant amount of candida overgrowth. And because there's no consistently reliable lab test, I don't do lab tests. I, I do, I use a questionnaire from uh, William Crook, who is the, the real pioneer here with candida overgrowth. He wrote the book, The Yeast Connection, in the mid-'80s. He has a questionnaire from that book, and I also go by their medical history as well as using the response to the initial treatment because most of these people respond dramatically after the, um, the first session where I, I prescribe a... Um, an antifungal uh, supplement, 
we've now I found you, a you um, use you use a supplement over say like a nystatin or a, a, a diclofenac. Well, nystatin I have found doesn't is not that effective at all. It's effective only for um, dysbiosis in the bowel, but when it's when when you get this candida overgrowth in uh, throughout the respiratory tract, it doesn't seem to work well at all. In the past, I have used diflucan um, quite a bit, but now that I found uh, this uh, supplement, Alamed, uh, which is 100% pure allicin, the active ingredient in garlic, uh, there are studies from England where, the, um, where this product uh, is, is produced. The, um, uh, the studies show that this works as an effective antibacterial, antiviral, and antifungal. And uh, I've seen it. It's, it's just uh, really impressive. So I use it to uh, prevent colds. Uh, I use it for treating sinus infections, the antibacterial effect. And, um, and since colds are the, um, the primary trigger for sinus infections, uh, at the first symptom of a cold, which is often a sore throat, I have my patients take Alamed, a, a full dose, two capsules three times a day for just two or three days, and they knock out the cold. They don't really get the cold, and therefore, they don't get a sinus infection. And then for uh, the candida overgrowth, I, um, I'll use it for a couple of months, uh, along with other antifungal supplements. I'm very aggressive on, uh, on treating this problem because it's, it's just a major contributor to chronic sinusitis. And, um, and many of the people that you uh, encounter that have trouble breathing and they're, you know, they're chronically stuffed up, many of them have, um, have the candida problem. And as you well know, it's, it's complicated by the, you know, you're feeding the candida with the standard American diet. I mean, their favorite sugar. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a very, uh, a fairly restrictive diet, the uh, candida-controlled diet. But they also complain about not being able to breathe through their nose and, and feeling tired and bloated. And Well, I, uh, I can tell you I've had uh, so many stories of, of uh, successful patients who go, you know, who... Uh, Tell their friends and family members who who have uh, sinus problems, uh, who've noticed how well they're doing, and they want to know, well, what, what did you do? You know, you you you're you're obviously much better, and and they tell them what they did, and they say, oh, well, <laughs> I could never do that. You know, you you don't eat you, you don't eat any sugar, no, you know, and. You know, even the first three weeks of the diet, there's no fruit. Right. If you had someone that was struggling with candida and you had to pick, you could only pick three supplements, which, which, which products would you use and what dosage would you use? Well, I would use the Alamed, two capsules, three times a day. And Alamed is a physician strength uh, Alamax. Uh, Alamax is the same ingredient, but it's, uh, it's still 100% pure allicin, uh, but in a, a lesser milligram strength. The Alamed is 450 milligrams per capsule, and the Alamax is 275, I believe, per capsule. It's about a half. Okay. All and, right. I've um, used Alamax before. Alamax is sold in in many health food stores. So you just you, you but you can just take more Alamax and and get to that equivalent dosage of two caps three times a day. Yeah. Yes. This is not an inexpensive product, by the way. But that's my my father always taught me: you get what you pay for. So, <laughs> uh, and I don't really know a better supplement. Because as I mentioned, it not only works for candida and an anti as an antifungal, but it's antibacterial. It's like a natural antibiotic and antiviral. So you can't beat it. Um, and that's why I use it so uh, uh, liberally. The um, 
the other two supplements that I like, uh, Candisol, uh, C-A-N-D-I-S-O-L, um, and that's an enzyme that destroys the cell wall of the candida organism. Is that considered a biofilm, or are, is it, are we talking about the actual cell wall of the yeast? Of the yeast. Okay. Yeah. And what's the dose? The only the way I know to get rid of the biofilm is um, using the Sinopulse uh, irrigator. Okay. It's the only irrigation device that's been shown to uh, remove that biofilm. Okay. Okay, cool. It's better to irrigate with something rather than don't do it at all, but to get the best results with irrigation, the Sinopulse is the device I recommend. And, right. um, and then the other uh, product, so Candisol, is a physician strength Candex, C-A-N-D-E-X, and like Alamax, uh, Candex is also sold in many uh, health food stores. And what's and the dosage of uh, the Candisol? Same enzyme as Candisol, but in a lesser milligram strength. Okay. The third antifungal is um, is a product that we've um, formulated at Sinus Survival, and it combines, uh, it's called Candicide, C-A-N-D-I-C-I-D-E. There are uh, multiple uh, antifungals in there. You've got oregano and caprylic acid and just a number of different things in combination. And that, I recommend one capsule three times a day. And do you do that with food? Uh, no. I, I do all of these without food. The uh, Candisol, uh, actually the Alamed, you, you could take with or without food because it's garlic. So it's an herb. But um, I still do it without food. But the Candisol is meant, uh, Candisol or Candex, is meant to be taken at two capsules twice a day, morning and night, on an empty stomach. Awesome. I, I, I appreciate that. I think, I think so many people, even, even people who, who still can breathe <laughs> through their nose, are dealing with candida and, and these low-level fungal infections. And I've they're pretty hard to treat. Yeah. And it, it's, it's a tough one to treat. Because diet plays such a huge role. Here we just went over the, the names of the supplements, the dosages, and, you know, people will, will, you know, get real excited. Oh, all right, I'll just take these pills and I won't have to do the diet. Well, it doesn't work that way, unfortunately, because you're just wasting your money. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like trying to put out a bonfire with a squirt gun. And, and what, what people really need to do is they need to first stop, stop putting logs or even gasoline rather on the bonfire. And that, that gasoline's our diet. That's and, right. Uh, and, and then it gives the squirt guns a fighting chance. That's exactly right. And, you know, that cuts right to the heart of this problem because with the whole healthcare system, we've, we've been raised in a quick fix mentality. Our society has taught us from the time we were kids. I mean, I don't know how old you are, but I mean, I'm I'm 69, and I you know I remember from early on there were always time-saving devices, and you know we have fast food and and quick entertainment and uh, and communication and transportation, and everything is quick and easy. And healthcare has been held out as a, another quick fix by the pharmaceutical industry. But unfortunately, it just doesn't work that way with healthcare. And yeah. we're seeing it with every single chronic disease, whether, whether we're talking about sinusitis or the other most common chronic conditions like arthritis and heart disease and, um, and back pain, and diabetes, and uh, and migraine headaches, and all of these different conditions, 
don't have a quick fix. There are many different contributors to these conditions, and um, you can't take a pill to get rid of them. Yeah, yeah. But I, God I, knows I, the pharmaceutical industry has tried. You know, there, there's there's a pill for every one of those things that I just mentioned. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And um, each, each one of them causes a number of different side effects, <laughs> not the least of which is death. And, yeah. uh, you know, I, I just, I mean, you know, when I talked about medicine, American medicine being the leading cause of death in this country, the, the major uh, component of those deaths are appropriately prescribed drugs. That's, that's at the top of the list of the causes of death. What, do, you, do you know the statistic off the top of your head? I wanted to say something like 100. I, I, I heard there's in the United States alone roughly 175,000 deaths a year due to prescription drugs. I, I yeah. could be off on that. Does that sound Oh, right? it's, it's approximately right. And, uh, and how many do you do to supplement? Over 100,000. Yeah. And, um, and those are appropriately prescribed drugs. And, 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 and the FDA, unfortunately, knows about most of them, and don't do, they don't do a thing. Well, I appreciate it. I, I, really, I want to be respectful of your time. The last rapid-fire question or two, you mentioned negative ion generators before. Is, is there a particular brand that, that you like to use? And then, well, um, we have um, the one that I recommend is called the Sinus Survival Air Vitalizer. And... Um, it's available, as are all of those antifungal products that I, I mentioned. Um, well, you can get them all at sinussurvival.com. So if someone's having trouble breathing, just go to sinussurvival.com, pick up, pick up the stuff we talked about today, and, um, and, and you know, do some of the other things you mentioned, too. Like, I, I would cut, cut the dairy. I would assume you're probably also referring to grains, alcohol, sugar as, as dietary uh, triggers. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, the, um, the gluten grains, alcohol, uh, dairy, and, uh, and sugar. I yeah. mean, it, sugar is at the top of the list, but, um, yeah. but alcohol is right up there. I mean, I, I have so many patients that, uh, you know, are used to having a glass of wine with dinner and, uh, you know, I was able to cut out everything else, but I, you know, I still have my wine. Well, you know, it's still pouring gasoline on the fire to put the fire out. Yeah, um, it, it gets complicated. That was what I thought was one of the things that's, that's brilliant about your approach is you start with the area that, is, that doesn't require any behavioral change. <laughs> you know, they can hire, they can do a Google search and hire someone to come clean their air ducts. They can put in some filters. They can buy some some uh, negative ions. They can you know they can open up their windows to get some fresh air and get some air circulating. They don't have right. to stop drinking their wine with dinner. They don't have to learn how. They don't have to learn m more effective ways to manage their stress and emotional health without uh, w without you know a glass of wine at dinner or a drink after work or things like that. But that's that's stuff that's hard. Well, and that's, that's how my program is structured because it's a, I, I look at it as a minimum of a three month program with four sessions a month apart. And at the, um, the first and the second session, I deal with the physical and environmental components of the program, you know, cleaning uh, indoor air and, um, and diet, and candida treatment, and strengthening the immune system, and dealing with allergies. And then it's not until uh, two months into the program and the third session when I begin to address the mental and emotional components. Because they, they as you say, they are definitely more challenging. But mm -hmm. by that time... Most of these people are seeing a very significant improvement in their condition, and they've been given a lot of hope, and uh, and that's great incentive to motivate them to to do more. You you can't. It's it's very tough for for people to 
you know, start off with affirmations and uh, and journaling and uh, and hope that you know that's going to change their situation. You have to start with the basics, and when you're breathing crummy air twenty thousand times a day, um, you know you got to change that. Yeah, that makes that makes complete sense. Have you used anything, any strategies for like repopulating the bacteria in the nasal passage? I have not. I do a lot of with probiotics in the gut. Um, you know, I have people taking probiotics twice a day uh, as part of the Candida treatment program, but I have um, I have not done that intranasally. There, there are a couple that are, are fun, and we can we can talk more about it if you'd like. But uh, I, I've had some success with clients using actually a specific kimchi, uh, Sunja's brand, which is one of the few brands that contains um, L uh, sake bacteria, and mm-hmm. they dip the uh, you can dip the the pinky into the solution from the kimchi. Uh, and for, for people listening who aren't familiar with kimchi, it's a fermented Korean cabbage dish, a, a whole food probiotic. And this particular brand has a strain of bacteria that's been found to be beneficial in fighting some of the other strains that can overpopulate the nasal passages of people with chronic sinusitis. So you, you apply a little bit of this uh, intranasally using the pinky, and it, it does sting a little bit at first. It's kimchi juice. But when done consistently, we've had some marked success with people and improving their respiration, along with a lot of the things that you've suggested today, too. Could you uh, email me uh, that information on how to obtain that? Yeah, absolutely. I'll give you the uh, the, the, the product is, is Sunja's, S-U-N-J-A, apostrophe S, uh, oh. kimchi. And um, the kimchi tastes fantastic. And it's, it's one of the few that contains that particular strain of, of bacteria. You've been incredibly generous with your time. I've learned a ton. I've had fun. I think anyone dealing with difficulty breathing through their nose, chronic sinusitis, candida, has a lot that they could take away from this interview. So I, I thank you, Dr. Rob. Well, you're most welcome. I, I think, you know, if, if people just keep in mind that they don't have to live with this. That's the important message here. Uh, absolutely. And just in case anybody missed it, if someone would like to know more about you, what you're working on, um, and some of the products you offer, what, where's the best place for them to go? My website is uh, fullyalivemedicine.com. Fullyalivemedicine.com. Okay. And then and that's my practice website. And, and then sinussurvival.com is the, is the other where they can find out uh, more and get a lot of updated information on the sinus survival program. Fantastic. And and Dr. Rob, where are you practicing out of? Boulder, Colorado. Boulder, Colorado. Okay. And then and are you still seeing patients in Boulder if someone yes. is out there and would like help? Mhm. All right. Fantastic. Well, I had I had a great time. I appreciate your your generosity and taking some some time to sit down and chat today. It's been very enlightening. Well, it's been a pleasure to be with you, Anthony. Thank you very much. This episode is brought to you by the Earth Pulse PEMF Sleep on Command device. If you're looking for better sleep, enhanced mitochondrial function, improved performance, and accelerated recovery, I highly recommend you check out the Earth Pulse. Within the first week of sleeping on my Earth Pulse, I was seeing improved exercise performance, delayed onset of fatigue, I noticed more energy during my workouts, and I was able to break the three-minute mark on a static breath hold. I now sleep on my Earth Pulse PEMF, which stands for Pulsed Electromagnetic Field device every single night. I have the one that has two coils. One goes under your pillow, one goes under your mattress, and I take it with me when I travel. I don't leave home without it. Every time I use my Earth Pulse, I wake up feeling clearer, calmer, and more energized. And I can tell the difference if I skip using it for a few nights. What's even cooler is it's incredibly easy to use. I just put it in manual mode, set it to 9.6 hertz, and about 15 minutes before my alarm is going to go off. And that's it. It's very easy, just a couple buttons, and the performance-enhancing benefits are profound. 
To learn more about the Earth Pulse and check out some of the scientific literature, you can go to biohackingsecrets.com forward slash Earth Pulse. That's biohackingsecrets.com forward slash E-A-R-T-H-P-U-L-S-E. This episode is brought to you by IV Me Wellness and Performance Center in Chicago, my go-to resource for a number of biohacks, including the UVLRX intravenous light therapy machine and the Myers cocktail intravenous vitamins. The UVLRX delivers multiple wavelengths of light directly into the bloodstream and has been shown to increase oxygen deliverability, clean pathogens in the blood like viruses, bacteria, molds, fungi, and parasites, and much, much more. The end result is you feel more alert, you have decreased inflammation, more energy, and a number of other benefits, and that is why it is being used by everyone from clients dealing with Lyme's disease to professional athletes on the Chicago Cubs, Blackhawks, Bears, Bulls, so on and so forth. The Myers Cocktail delivers vitamins like vitamin C, vitamin B12, vitamin B6, magnesium, and a few others directly into the bloodstream, which bypasses some of the absorption issues that can occur in gut dysbiosis when there is compromised digestion in an individual. And on top of that, it has been shown to optimize nutrient status, increase energy, improve oxygen utilization again, and a number of other desired effects. My clients and I have experienced some powerful phase shifts by combining these two biohacks along with a few others, and IVMe is the place where we do it. So if you're in Chicago and you're looking to check out the UVLRX, the Myers Cocktail, or any of their other intravenous therapy options, check out IVMe on Wells in Chicago.